0: This week, we got Mr. Handle Biz, have fun, AKA Mr. Why So Serious, a Bay Area native who captured all NFL fans' hearts during his time with the Buffalo Bills, Stevie Johnson. Let's go. Yo, aloha. Welcome to the One Star Recruits podcast. I'm DK with my best friend in 25 years, Rip. We are back with an NFL guy. We had Calvin Johnson last month, back with Stevie Johnson. Here's what I know hundred percent for sure as fact rip. Man, I'm gonna miss some of these. So I apologize to Buffalo Bills fans in advance. I'm gonna do my best though. I'm sure Stevie wish wish that he had a guy, rip like Josh Allen, throwing him the football. Stevie had to deal with, he had to endure. Let me let me hit you. JP Lossman. You tell me what you tell me what university. JP Lossman.
1: North Dakota State?
0: I don't have it up, but it's a good try. Trent Edwards. Stanford, boom, uh, Fitz Magic. That's a good one. That was a magical time for Stevie J, too. By the way, Fitz Magic, Arizona guy.
1: Harvard, all very smart dudes. Highland High School.
0: Oh boy, wonderful! EJ Manuel,
1: Florida State,
0: and I'm trying to stay excited here. Then Buffalo time leaves, so that that was the Josh Allen part that I'm sure he wished that he got. Then he then he went out and he got Kaepernick
1: up rip. in uh, San Francisco, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah what, school. Rip,
1: come on. Uh, Nevada, Colin Kevin. Oh,
0: lovely, lovely. And then finally, I think he wrapped up his career with uh, with the sex with the sex god with the sex go nine kids, Phil Rivers.
1: That's uh, North Carolina State, baby.
0: Excellent, excellent. There you go. I think I might have missed a couple, but that was my best job. Moral of the story is amazing human being, amazing football player that managed to capture our hearts with those players as throwing them the football. Um, not a lot of great names in there, except for, like I said, I, I really like those Fitz magic Buffalo years. So, so damn good. And yeah, we, uh, we, lo- we
1: love, we love Stefan Diggs, but man, if Stevie J was 10 years later, I don't even know if uh, Buffalo would need uh Mr. Diggs up there. Cause yeah, Stevie would, would be right. Slide right in that spot pretty nicely.
0: Oh boy. There's levels to this game rip different generations. I don't even know Stevie Diggs is another level. I think at this point in time, I think every 10 years, the athletes get that much better different conversation though, but you're totally right. Same, same swag, same dude through all of that. He came out of Bill's legend and, and he's here on the one-star recruits and he has so many great things to not only say about Buffalo, but, uh, dude, we learned his favorite food is, is, is something that I would have never guessed. Stay tuned. Great interview. Um, what else do I got in Buffalo ripped that I wanted to talk about, I'm just coming out hot. Cause I feel like I, I knew half of that quarterback list. Dude, that quarterback room seems to have really good vibes, to be honest with you. We got we got Josh Allen, Matt Barkley, who turned out to kind of be a decent dude. Right? He's kind of a douchey dude when he got drafted. And turns out he's kind of like I want to have a beer with dude now. It seems like a little bit. a uh, Chase Keenum, we really liked him when he was at the Rams. We used to go out there for, for uh training camp all the time. Perfect spot for him. Third dude in that room. It's a it's a good room. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you got the, the veterans there backing them up. And uh, yeah, I mean, we had Colt McCoy in Arizona, who's, you know, pretty reliable backup. Probably not a starter, but good to have as a backup. And yeah, Matt Barkley, Case Keenum could at least hold you above water if Josh Allen ever missed time. But they're rolling right now.
0: Yeah, I think I hit him with a Chase Keenum. I to, everybody's got to do that at some point in time. Yeah, it's the power of putting people together. Like, like Rip, like Rip with this podcast. You put them together. The power of how much better we are when we don't have Nick B on our pod. He like brings us down a notch to like the Cardinals level.
1: Although he was on our uh, most listened to episode ever a couple of weeks ago with Calvin Johnson. So Nick B uh, probably bottom at least three or four more episodes with that.
0: He's a McSorley of this podcast for sure. That's 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, dude. Um, dude. All right, cool. That's my Bills talk shit. They got buff. They got Joe Burrow. Uh, they got Joe Burrow. The Bengals, they're surging a little bit Monday night. You can tune into that one, Rip.
1: Oh, That's going to be a hell of a game in Cincinnati uh, possible playoff preview, man. And, and, you know, some of those playoff spots are locked up already, but that one still means a lot for for home field advantage and everything else. So Burrow's hot. Allen's hot. That's going to be a great game on January. Dude, 2nd. Everybody
0: knows the key to the NFL playoffs is going in hot. It's very fucking important. that's why it's good. They got a. Uh... You know, Buffalo fans can get their bet in early, too, for uh, Denver fired, fired Hackett. Everybody knew that was coming. It's a complete mess there. Cardinals are just as bad as Denver. That's our team listeners, Arizona Cardinals. Um, different episode in the new year, Rip. I have some thoughts, though. let mark it. Mark, mark the tape, bro. Uh, but it's Leslie Frazier, your betting man, plus 1,600 for that job. Uh, defensive coordinator there in Buffalo. Rip, you, you want the odds for some uh, Broncos head coaches real fast? Then we'll get to this interview.
1: Yeah, I know, uh, I know Sean Payton's near the top of that list for sure.
0: Dude, I know. That's what got me excited about this shit. I can't believe he's out there. He would look so good in Arizona Red, just throwing it into the universe, uh, by the way. Plus 400. Dan Quinn, plus 500. Jim Caldwell. Uh, t- who we got? We got Biennemi down there, plus 900.
1: What about uh, Harbaugh? Harbaugh on the list? Jim Harbaugh? Uh,
0: one on the list. Sleeper. Kellen Moore. A lot of people are going to want pl- Kellen Moore, plus 1,000. That's good money, Buffalo fans. Uh, so keep your... One of these... One of these good teams is going to lose a good offensive coordinator um, to this terrible job in Denver and see if they can can turn it around. I think this is there will be six or seven firings, Rip, in the next two weeks. By the time you're here in Hawaii, I think we'll be witnessing about three to four and then seven total when it's all said and done. We'll see. Lots of good jobs should open up. Now, let's get positive. Change it. Negative to positive. This dude is not only an inspiration in the name of action, in the name of getting off your ass and doing things, collaborations, trying new stuff. If you want something go and get it. The cousin of Kawhi Leonard, Bill's icon. Enjoy the session with Stevie Johnson.
1: Now joining the One Star Recruits podcast, we have a husband, a father, A Bay Area native, but a legend in Buffalo, New York. Mr. Handle Biz Have Fun, a.k.a. Mr. Why So Serious. We got Stevie Styles, a.k.a. Stevie Johnson in the house. Thanks for hanging out with the one star, Stevie.
2: Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for this time.
1: Hey, we're glad to have you. We've been trying to get you on for a minute. Uh, Club HBHF. We're going to get to that later in the show here. But you came on our radar a little bit because we had Kurt Flights on the pod, who is a co-founder of PSD Underwear. And he told us some amazing stories about your involvement and how you kind of really jump-started that whole thing that that turned PSD into a multi-million dollar company. Long story short, real quick for the listeners, you tweeted at them that you wanted a box of their product back in, I think it was 2010 when you were playing for the Bills. One thing led to another. You got a $25,000 fine in a game against the Patriots for, for lifting up that waistband and showing that PSD logo. And... Matt Barnes got involved. Snoop Dogg got involved. It blew up. And, and really they've been in the hottest in the game ever since you have a five-star taste in fashion. Where did that come from? And did our guy Kurt give you an ownership stake in the company for, for repping them back in the day?
2: Yeah. Yeah. First off, Kurt, Ryan and Kurt, the brothers, man, they uh, is love forever. Cause because of that, you know, they never changed and they honored their word on everything. So um, they've kept they've kept me taken care of, you know, so I really uh, appreciate them. You know, we on this. We own this podcast. You know, I want to go a little more in depth. I don't want to just answer and say, yeah, you know, they, they looked out for me. Um, mm-hmm. But you got to understand they was they was just artists and creative minds. You know, they was just fully involved in the community, you know, and I've seen that in them and I've seen like the hustle that they had and um so to see them now is pretty cool you know it's like the hard work pays off and believe in what you what you love and um you know I think that's something that that people can can recognize about them not just the um the you know the style that they put out on all of the on a the, uh, PSD underwear on the briefs but um you know just the creativity and the hustle because it, it didn't just happen overnight you know that was a that was a hustle that was a grind you know and uh, I believed them in uh you know, they, they believed in me. Um, you know, we was just having fun, but they definitely honored the, the contract uh, originally. Nice. You, you, know, it's, you know, it's crazy, Stevie. Mike Miller
0: literally has the, almost the exact same words to describe why he got involved early with PSD and Kirk and big friends of ours. We love George Trulette, He's my guy, too, man. Super cool. Let me ask you this. So, so from Fashion guru, guru, something that's wild to me and pretty amazing is uh, you're the official author of a children's book now. Uh, There's always a way with Stevie J. Our listeners yeah. can order that on Amazon. Go check it out if you need a last-minute holiday gift for your kiddos. Stevie, what was your motivation to write a children's book, and how did that
2: opportunity enter your world? Um, it, it all it all started. Let's, let's let's keep it. Let's start from the beginning. And you know, my uh, you know, in the household that I grew up in, you know, I seen a book that was published by my uh, my stepfather. So I'm like, OK, that's pretty interesting. I didn't think that, you know, we can even make books or, you know, I mean, hard copy type books. And you made this or you got to publish. So that's where the spark came from. You know what I'm saying? So I initially was interested in, you know, trying to create a book. But I didn't know what, what I would what I would create. You know, I just write stories and stuff. And that's all intertwined with the music and everything. But, um, you know, one thing led to another fast forward to how it really happened. I, I did a partnership with Thin Man Brewery in, uh, in Lewiston, you know. So uh, they did like a, a, a Washoe Series beer can uh, for us. And um, it was good for our Exposure Academy and Club HBHF. Um, and then there was a guy that came up to me and was just like, he was like, yo, I, I created this book. I created this story about you. And um, I, I want you to check it out. And I'm like, OK, yeah. You know, anybody with a spark, with a creative mind is doing that and then using me like, OK, you put some time in. I, I can at least read it, you know, and give him a OK, good job or, or something. So, um, you know, he ended up emailing me and uh, I ended up getting a script and it was pretty cool what he was doing. i seen a vision what he was trying to do, you know, and at that time, I'm, I'm thinking like in pandemic, how can I attract the masses? You know what I'm saying? So I'm out here doing this and that, really opening it up to these businesses and do, going out and doing these partnerships with places that I wouldn't, I never would have been in Lewiston. Like I had a, I had a, we did a music concert out there, like rap music and all that. It was crazy. And they appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I loved about it. You know? So it was like just that little spark led to this and led to this guy coming up to me, who's Charlie, our, our co author. Um, And, you know, we ended up making this book, man. And, and, and here we are, it's like we doing tours with uh, the children's schools and giving them out is, is pretty cool, man. Everybody's saying that they appreciate it. And that's all it is. Yo, you're a you're a dope partnership
0: collaborator, man. Like it's it, I I know it's kind of a sometimes it's a personality things of people being able to hop in other swimming pools, if you will, and swim with others and, and do cool stuff. Uh, second story here, PSD. Now we got this, you know, and shout out to Charlie. Actually, Charlie, we, Rip and I, this could be a bad idea, or a good idea. But Stevie, we have a lot of five stars on this podcast. And. They give a lot of good parenting tips for us, and like daily use tips. And I was kind of thinking maybe I could throw those into children's books. So maybe if Charlie's down to hit another one, bro, hit me up. I want to get in the collab
2: game, like like Stevie man. Very yeah, impressed, man. For sure, that that's what it's about too. You know, because I feel like I was blessed with football to be in a position to be okay and and taken care of. You know, I handle my responsibilities. I have my family. My wife played a huge part in that. And and I was like, okay, pandemic, people out there hurting right now. How can I help them? How can I spread this? You know what I'm saying, and you know we got to reach out to the youth. So that's why I started with the children's book. You know, Charlie was a blessing in disguise. I, I guess you know going up to Lewiston and then running into him. So it, it was it was just worked with the whole plan, and and now we can link up and we can create. You know, imagine we publishers. We got a great relationship with them. Um, they just they 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 just uh, locked in the deal with Wegmans and. You know, it's pretty it's pretty cool, man, how to how it's moving just off of a spark. Just off I believing. Oh, that's um, the lesson. That's the lesson to me. Take the meeting, get on the plane, yeah.
0: even if like yeah. a guy like Stevie, just for you to take the time to say, I'm going to take this back and read it and give some positive feedback into the world. I think that's a rarity. I think yeah. athletes, people coming up. Remember this conversation with Stevie. This is the stuff, man, because now that's making a difference in people's lives all over and children's lives now from from you taking the
2: time role model stuff, bro, role model stuff. Right. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool how things have been happening. So many, so many cool stories that happened. i just, well, you're not even like really focused on that. You're just going for something else just naturally. And, you know, but you got something that you believe in, you know, when you got something in you that you believe in, it, it somehow oozes out somehow in some way, you know, or some form or you go meet somebody, you know, it's just, you got to just believe in it and go for it sometimes, you know. It reminds me that we had another wide receiver, Calvin Johnson,
0: Megatron on earlier this month. And his post-career yeah. passion is advancing cannabis as a healing agent with his, with his company, Primitive Group. Same same thing, you know, take the meeting, get out there, understand that I have another passion for it too, and let's do some. You know, Stevie, yeah. tell us a little bit about Handle Biz, Have Fun, and the Ex- Exposure Academy. I think it lines up with what we're talking about. Is this something that you've always thought of doing when you retired was it sounds like this was 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 in you from from even a youngster tell us a little bit about the academy and and same deal how that got started we always are trying to help others get involved
2: yeah yeah so with the academy it was just something that i wanted to put together like a platform for student athletes and um and entrepreneurs initially junior college athletes people that was like me you know i wanted to give them a a platform to where we can of course give them tips on football skills and stuff but you know, my main thing was, like I said, the pandemic was huge. You know, we got to get these kids right. You got to get their minds right now. You know, we got to expose them to, you know, situations. So, you know, I created this academy to where it's sort of like a symposium. You know, we train them on the field half the day. We get them through workouts. We feed them. Um, but we also house them, kids from all over. You know, we house them and um, we run them through situations. They don't know what's going to happen, but. We, we basically put them to test in real-world type situations, you know, something I ended up learning from the NFL symposium that I had the opportunity to go to. So, um, you know, I just felt like I wanted to spread that to, to all um, to all those student-athletes and junior college players that's, that's out there and entrepreneurs that think they want to play football. We, we also added an entrepreneur in our last uh, docuseries, uh, Exposure Academy, and he's, um, you know, he got that perspective of a football player, you know, so – yeah. We got that out of the system, <laughs> you know, we'll see how it goes for him as we go, as we continue.
0: It's also important. I even think the aspect of the way that you collaborate with, with companies, with, with other humans, with other entrepreneurs would be something very valuable. This in this NIL name, image, likeness, Eric, because this is a whole, it's the wild, wild West. Are you talking to any of your youngsters right now about planning for that or how to have conversations? It seems like you're really good at, at collabs yeah. and partnerships. Is that conversations you're having with youngsters right now? Is that something y'all are thinking about?
2: Yeah, definitely. That's the that's the entrepreneurial side of, of the game, you know, of this game of life. You know, you got your your passion, what you love, your hobby. But then, you know, you got to also have that connection. You know, you got to know this person or get plugged on to, um, to this podcast that we on now, you know, because uh, that's that's the that's the intangibles. That's the element that you need. And in most of these most of the kids that we got, this was we only ran one season, but we've run this for four years already. And most of the kids that we get, they initially think that they make it only off of their talent and their skill. But that's where they that's where they hit that wall at, because even the most talented may not break through because he don't know how to communicate with his coach. So we put we know the like the talent, we don't go out and specifically find certain people or with certain um, mentalities. They come to us. We welcome everybody. You know, you make you, you invest your time in us we go give it to you raw. We're not just going to give you no, no leg drills and this, you know know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I did. That's not how I got, got to where I, where I, where I was, where I was, you know, so I'm going to give it to you real, you know, and, and that's what these kids need. And even if they don't make it in football, we can teach them to be calm and, and, um, and patient in situations out, off the field. You know what I'm saying? You don't carry that over. You know, so it's a it's a pretty cool um, it's a pretty cool program and we're empowering all not just myself like this is this is a program that's going to be for former pros, you know, because like I'm peeping how you understand and like things that I get into. But it's all things that I've just been in in my life, so I'm just recycling what I've been through, you know. It,
1: it it actually feels a little bit like that rookie symposium you mentioned, but but maybe five or six years early. Like, why not give them to that? You know, when they're in high school or before. You know, when they yeah. when they need that action. Like, why why wait until they're in the NFL? You know.
2: And and the, and I mean, it's a great program, but the thing is, you only get that if you draft it, right. So the free agents don't even get this, and and it's it's kind of unfair because we all we all need it, even the free agents, because half the league is free agents that make it, and you know what I mean, and they get their contracts and this and that, and we only know about those maybe thirty percent that that really get it, but there's a whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of players that's that don't know how to manage that that stuff, you know what I mean, and this program is more like a mentorship for they, you know what I'm saying, for that level, you know what I'm saying, so so good it's so good you ever thought about coaching stevie uh well not i mean yeah obviously well, so a life coaching life
0: coaching it seems like you're doing you ever thought about coaching football just just in the back of that mind it seems like you're, you're i feel motivated right now
2: yeah yeah no so look like so i got that out the way um with high school um i knew essentially i didn't want to be obligated though to to a schedule you know i didn't want to be obligated to going even if i jumped to um nfl i know i can go there and coach but now I gotta listen to this. I gotta do it. I wanna do it kind of my way first, you know. Uh, in in a sense of I don't want to just be over there and being told what to do. I right. really want to get these players right. Like, like, come on, dog. Like we gotta have a real connection now with these with these players and with these younger players that's coming into the leagues, you know. Yeah, I, I, me, I, we're, we're Arizona Cardinals we're,
0: fans, and I'm just thinking about a wide receivers coach out there, maybe you and Fitz together getting this thing back on track in Arizona <laughs> with with this, well, the motivation.
2: No, Fitz is Fizz is perfect for it. Fizz is perfect for it. You know, I just feel like I just feel like not now I feel like I can do that and be obligated to that later on in life, you know? Mm-hmm. Back, back. I got this vision. I, I know what I I know what I want. I know what I because I want to help like retire players. You know, I, I've been through situations where it's like, what do I do now? You know, I got all this time on my hands. What do I do? And I know there's other retired players that feel the same way as me that probably had less than I got. You know so i'm going to create a program to where you can have an ex- your own exposure academy we'll manage everything but you will have this platform where you will be able to get players from your city that don't know stevie but they know you you feel me and um you know we can just and just create from there so
0: Heck, that's how i'm to- like a graduate school for the nfl man you're on to something this is money dude you live <laughs> in one of my top three all-time favorite cities ever san diego california What's your favorite activity to do in San Diego that maybe not everybody knows about? We know about Pacific Beach, we know about SeaWorld. What you
2: got that maybe not everybody knows about? Fun. Uh, uh, we tour fuss fuh restaurants. Shut yeah, up. So, uh, we got. We, yeah, we just found a pho, um out in, on Claremont Mesa. <laughs> it's right off the right off the freeway. We we just found like last week. Me and my wife. We we love going fuh hopping. So is yeah, that a, is that
1: a date night? You got the kids eating that too,
2: or is it date? Yeah, night? yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, it's, and to be honest, like. It's, it's surprising I'm really talking about this because I when my wife used to take me I used to be like oh no nah, I'm good like I ain't even trying to but now it's like yo let's go man when you ready to go you ready for you for oh. today no
1: especially in the winter
2: especially, especially when
1: winter. it dips down into the into the fifties <laughs> shout oh, out to good. Buffalo where it's like ten right now but <laughs> oh. it's, especially when it dips down into the forties in SD they love it.
2: they love it, yeah, it it's, it's good though but um yeah that's what we like to do though you know On I'm like we we'll go to Vegas we we'll go like, to Vegas just to eat. <laughs> now that's it
0: yo most 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 interesting man I'm, i love pho. i live here on the island of maui on the west side of maui oh, i've the... been craving some pho for man, months ago, Bro, I, I, I love it that you're bringing that one up yo thank you man i appreciate how about buffalo yeah. wins? Fast, when you go back to buffalo just what's your spot did you hit
2: uh well so they got one that's called kings that's uh, pretty good they got one um what's the one it's this one that's out west Yes, it's it's our West. It's our West. They do do pretty different things. I like the creativity of it. You know, I don't really go out too much. though. Hey, uh,
1: Stevie, we uh, we end every interview with a segment we call one star to five star. Everybody knows we're the one stars. We're trying to get better with advice and tips from every guest we have on this podcast like yourself. So I want to ask you a few questions and we'll use a one to five star scale. Let's say one being the lowest, five being the highest. Okay. But first off, I love that you have a, a number 13 Buffalo Sabres jersey on right now, rocking down in, in sunny San Diego. That, that, you get any shout All outs right. for
2: that down there? Yeah, yeah. I get a few. Uh, let's go Buffalo's out here. I, lo- I love it. I love that. I love that.
1: All right. Because this leads into my first question. People talk about fan bases and how passionate they are, but Buffalo and really Bill's Mafia is just one of one. We see them out there in the snow supporting the squad, the crazy tailgates, but they've also had some... Uh, let's call them legendary moments supporting causes from former players and even guys from other teams. What's a, what's a five-star story about Bill's mafia from your six years in Buffalo when you realize that that fan base is just different.
2: Yeah. Um, so throughout it, you know, I, I've had some good times and I would say they lifted me up. I needed them. I needed them so I can be seen. Basically. I was a seventh round pick. Most seventh rounds didn't stay on the team. Um, I figured, Hmm, there's no connection here. Let me see if I can connect with the fans. I made a play. I made a action reaction. They reacted to me and it was like, okay, I messed with them. They they solid. Then they kind of picked me up throughout like message boards. You know, um so I, I would peep that and see like, okay, they 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 checking for me. Let me keep going. Let me st- I'm still motivated. And then I, I had bad times and they were still there like solid picking me up when I thought I let them down, you know what I'm saying? Um and then after that, you kind of you kind of after the league, I'm saying, you step back and you see what's going on with them and you can really dive into it and see how much they really just care about the entertainment, they city, they, they, they players. Um, and when I say entertainment, you touched on it. They don't want to see people hurt out there from other teams. They, if you got a good cause going on. You need some help. Holla at you No know, bills. Mafia is there with them. It's, 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 really family. It ain't the mafia that people thinking. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And they started kind of started a trend with that. i other fan bases do it too. I'd love to see it out there. Yeah. That's great. Getting back into podcasting for a second. You were part of a podcast a couple years ago. It was called Why So Serious. You guys did, I think, a little over 40 episodes, but it seemed like maybe it had some issues and it kind of fizzled out. Maybe too many hosts, you know, inconsistency, whatever. But you were the face of that pod, but it also really didn't seem marketed correctly to me. When you relate that to our pod, we've been going for two years, but we kind of have the opposite issues. We have five-star guests every week. Our strengths are, are our guests, like you, and then being consistent, we're going every Wednesday. But to me, like we need a guy like you with some notoriety and energy to, to bring some new life to this pod. So let's let's use a one to five-star scale. One, Let's say one being never again and five being let's fucking go here. What, what are the chances we see Stevie Johnson as a podcast host again? And maybe even giving it a go with the one-star recruits, brother.
2: Man, look, it, it, I mean, you know, I'm open to anything, you know. Um, and just like with the PSD, like uh, we've known each other for years and years and years. Just, just one handshake, one good time, good vibe. Man, we locked in forever. So you'll you'll see me again down the road. And and if we want to go into the business out of it, we you, we always open for that, you know. So. It's a collaborator uh, Rip he's a collaborator.
0: Yeah. You, you might have to come out to to Maui and we'll eat some uh, we'll eat some Hawaiian food and and discuss Yeah, yeah I, I
2: love it I love I'm glad to hear that you out there I when we do go I'll, I'll hit you up for sure heavy yeah, I, I, I spent some time on Maui AAU basketball tournaments all that yeah
0: Oh yeah little AAU we just did have the uh, Lahaina College basketball t- tournament out here we got yeah. the Central Golf Tournament listeners come out all listeners come out and visit me in fact shit it's Summer, 75 rain. degrees up.
2: Yeah, it'll start raining on you. I love
1: it. I love it. D- DK's the, the club HBH HBHF Maui branch out
2: there. Uh, yeah, franchise amount. Hey, there look. See how like that just happened? I didn't say it, but well, hey, that happened. You feel me? Like, that might be something that we need going.
1: Hey, we love making connections over here too. Last one, it's it's been 30 years since the Buffalo Bills have appeared in the Super Bowl. Uh crazy overtime loss at Kansas City in the playoffs last year. But we've seen so many good things from the squad this year. They're rolling, as always, uh, on a scale of one to five stars, one being no shot and five being absolutely guaranteed. What are the chances your Bills are going to play in and even win the Super Bowl 57 on February 12th?
2: Five stars. I'm going to say we going five stars. I feel like the guys is getting healthy. We had an impressive season. This was a very impressive season. We started off with grabbing the best defensive player in the league, the, the ultimate closer. You know, he ended up getting on IR. Mm-hmm. We have uh takeaway trade lockdown, corner go down. He don't play the whole season. There's so many injuries. Micah High goes down, Poirier's halfway in and out. Um, still makes Pro Bowls dope. Um, it, it was it's just it's just wow, you know what I'm saying? And we still only lost two or three games, three games, I believe it is, you know, and we're gonna be we're getting healthier as we go. So it's a testament to the guys that's not the starters and the front runners, you know, in that in that office. Bean and coaches doing an amazing job.
0: Five stars, five stars. February twelfth, Super Bowl in our hometown of Phoenix. You played there, probably spent a fair share of time in the Valley of the Sun over yeah. there, Stevie. For maybe, maybe people sitting in the cold in Buffalo right now, uh, just having positive thoughts, looking at what to do in Phoenix. You got any recs for people? Maybe go up to Sedona or something.
2: Oh yeah, no, well actually, I'm gonna have a, a NFT party going on there. Oh, you know? let's FTX. go. Oh, yeah. Well, Pigeons in New York, you know, we'll be out there uh, for Super Bowl week and we'll just be teaching about, you know, the uh, the NFT space and, you know, things that's going on in the future and how to get involved. You know, so it'll be, it'll be something to do. I always have something to do for Bill's Mafia.
0: Where can we sign up for that?
2: Uh, well, well, we'll be out there. We'll be out there during the Super Bowl week and uh, we'll get all, all um, the advertising out on like Twitter. You know, uh, you can follow us on, on Twitter, Minds, and um, Pigeons in New York nft underscore nft and oh. um just keep you in touch with everything but that would yeah. that's some inside stuff that the advertising ain't even created yet i just you know you you put that out there so i'm gonna put it out there let them yeah. know yeah dude i'm
0: sure there's some good fun ph- there is good fun ph- know there's great fun ph- in, in oh, the yeah. valley too so maybe we'll do a fun
2: meet up too double down <laughs> yeah for sure. that sounds good let, let's do that let's do dude. that we may have a, a show a session at the at the first spot so get it um, all cool.
0: together a bunch of buffalo fans taking over a, a, a A spot. Yo, you're doing so much for young football players with Club HBHF, uh, living the dad life in San Diego. Everybody can follow your journey. Uh, Listeners, go follow this guy at Stevie Johnson 13 on Twitter, also at Club HBHF on Twitter and YouTube. The YouTube is money. Uh, Stevie, man, thank you, bro. I mean. You should be the next dude. If you're not going to be, be weekly with us, bro, I would love to see you on 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 NFL Network or Monday Night Countdown. You got to get on at least with the Peyton bros. You're, you're, you're too talented, man. You're, you're really entertaining and you're really motivational. And I appreciate I appreciate your career. I appreciate who you've become. We appreciate you.
2: Thank you. Thank you, man. It's, it's more to come, man. I, it's, it's a lot more to come with the Exposure Academy. Even shout out to, you know, Calvin Johnson with the with the Sports Cannabis. That's something that we starting with a, in the Buffalo Trailblazer community. I, that's something that, that's being worked on uh, right now because that's huge in sports. Also, you know, we, we got to kind of get educated and knowledge, knowledge uh, on that base because, you know, the the medicine that they're putting in or that we, we, we kind of thought was good for us is definitely not good for us. You know, so so true. So go- true. So hey, many we, guys
1: we've had. We've had Ricky Williams, Jake Plummer, Calvin, yourself. I mean, so many guys getting into that space, at, you know, it, that played in, in your era. And, uh, yeah, it's super important, man, just just to to help as a healing agent,
2: like DK said. Exactly. And, and, and with Exposure Academy, we get really the hands on with these kids. We're not just putting out advertisements. We housing them for a week. And we really having these conversations, these 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 uncomfortable talks with the people that think that they can't be talk, be spoken to. We only use football as, a, as the icebreaker. You know what I'm saying? That's what I always say. Football is just the icebreaker. The sports or whatever skill that you have just the icebreaker for us to say, oh, hey, what's up? What you do? Oh, here, let me holler at you so you can be even better in the future. You feel me?
0: Stevie, we are one of a kind, man. I used to sell tickets back in the day for the Golden State Warriors when we were really bad. Shout out to my guy, my type, Monte Ellis. He was really good. But uh, I used to say the hey, same. I used to yeah. say, "Hey, come out to a bas come mm-hmm. out to a, a, a gathering of really cool people, and a basketball game is going to break out, and let's see what happens." And people who took that mentality usually had far a more grateful experience and and who knows what happens is really the end of the day you meet your wife you meet your next business partner uh be engaged in life be ready to take some risks talk to other people use stevie as an example he's doing all kinds of stuff use the one-star recruits as an example we're uh, closed mouths don't get fed i guess is what we're saying we really appreciate you thank you for being on the one-star recruit stevie johnson
2: Word up y'all One well love.
1: Handle biz, have fun, DK. That's what we tried to do during that interview with Stevie J. He was rocking that Buffalo Sabres jersey down in San Diego. I think uh, we never talk about fantasy football, DK, but this is the one exception because I think you could have used Stevie J on your squad uh, this weekend. It it was you and I in the semifinals head-to-head. You rolled with Michael Pittman, the the deadly combo, the legendary combo of Michael Pittman and and Nick Foles uh, for the Colts. And I, I honestly feel bad talking about it. Cause you should have beat me. And, uh, I ended up winning by 10, man. I I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, yeah, one of us is moving me. on.
0: I could have literally started anybody else in the NFL and, and not gotten negative points almost from both positions, but it's okay. I grew up going to an Albertsons on, um, baseline and, and rural and Michael Pittman when he was on the Cardinals senior, used to take Michael Pittman Jr. There. So I'm going to ride with him. He's from my childhood and he's going to be very good. I don't I went with big dick Nick because you got to try to double down at this point in time when the other options are so it's not going to make that much of a difference. You never know. It's, it's a wild world. Uh, but anybody who plays fantasy football know if you're going to if you're going to double try to go, you might as well go double down on it. And boy, was it disastrous. I couldn't I was getting phone calls after that cold scam rip. I could not even take them. I can't I even up the phone. I you, was see,
1: you seem like you're re- recovering nicely because this was literally last night that game went off. We're, we're recording this on Tuesday, and I texted you, man, partly to make you feel better, but really to show you how crazy fantasy is. That I was literally seconds away from starting Russell Wilson over Gardner Minshew, and I, I had him in my lineup, and I switched it out right at kickoff of that Eagles game, and I would have I lost by 15 if I would have started uh, Russ. So that's fantasy for you, man
0: fantasy congratulations to rip in the championship game of our 18th annual you'll be uh playing against uh i believe prime time so uh, yep got a matchup epic matchup coming up we'll keep you posted posted. we're root for rip i did rip send a text and i still am going to do this to the third place game i'll i'll put it out to you you could uh, do some accountability and you can show the world your true colors i don't care uh I vouched any of my winnings would go right into the pod fund for additional marketing in the future. Will you commit the same
1: pledge? Man, put me on the spot. I'm. I i do not know if I can commit that. If I, I might commit a certain percentage, but I'm not. I'm not committing 100%. Man, I, I'll. I'll give a portion. I'll donate a portion of any winnings to the pod. I guarantee that's that. Yeah, well, by the way, we can both we we have first, second, and third place, so we can both still place uh, money in the prizes. So yeah, I'm if you win like... third place, I'll at least match you. How about that?
0: Match my third place. That's fair. That's fair. I won a couple of these leagues some years back, and I took vacations to Spain immediately. So these are usable funds for stuff. So and then you, you bought it.
1: You bought bikes another year, right? But but we're we're, we're not all like Nick B, man. We can't can all have uh, spare private jets. Yeah, honestly,
0: it, you know, football winnings means it's the only time that my my wife. Appreciates the fantasy football winnings, which at eight two in eighteen years, the odds aren't with you. But <laughs> shit, I mean, tapas in Granada one year, and I'm driving bikes around. Even though God, my pedal broke on my bike, man, and I am just really stressed out about it. I gotta take it into a bike shop. I can't believe that happened. That's when you know Once, you're a one star broken.
1: moment of the week.
0: Nah, just going down and coming back got a little loose, and then I try to put it back in, and I think I stripped the inside problems. I'm going to take it to the bike shop, but it's not. It's always a but bike. You know, do you put it in the car? Do you drive it there? Not the one star moment of the week. Now you got it in my brain, Rip. What? Uh, Okay. Fantasy football over. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm at peace with it. I'm okay. I didn't belong even in the third place game, to be honest. So um, I'm glad you're there. You're actually really, really good. Listeners, if you want help, you can listen to this guy on Trash Talk Boys. He does do a little fantasy football segment. And Rip, I know. You, we don't like to toot your horn all the time, but you are very good at it, and uh, I'm rooting for you versus fucking prime time. And you want to be honest and tell the listeners that you just are off a four-hour car drive, hopping into a podcast, trying to bring the pain? Was that your one-star moment of the week? Did you take a pee in a four-hour car ride before hopping yeah. on the
1: podcast? Uh, it was it was a two hours uh, out and back trip uh, from Long Beach to Big Bear, California. Basically driving up a mountain, driving back down. But yeah, I stopped to pee right uh right in Big Bear where I stopped at, and then uh, came back. Was picking somebody up and bringing them back here. So yeah, it was uh it was conserving all my energy for this pod in that four 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 and a half hour car ride.
0: You hit. I did that. see
1: some snow. I did see some snow and That's, rain.
0: Jeez, you sound excited about that, sweet lordy. That's big news.
1: Well, I mean, all those uh, flight cancellations that stemming from that crazy weather back in Buffalo, man. It, mm-hmm. it was good to actually see a little bit of snow, even if it was about that a half inch.
0: I know. Did you hit that Del Taco in Corona?
1: No, I did not stop other than uh, the destination, and you know me, man. I'm I'm not a stopper. I I, I go all the way.
0: I know, I know. I, th- I think sometimes if maybe if there's an opportunity to potentially meet uh, the Ball Father at somewhere in Corona, maybe shopping for the podcast you could have stopped a little longer. Possibly. I
1: have my iPhone out recording that uh, selfie uh, clip with with me and LeVar. You know that. Anything for the pot.
0: Usually Nick B is the one who spots a lot of the celebrities, but I think he's in Salt Lake City doing some skiing at the Wasatch Mountains. So it would have been one of those things. Sometimes you catch him, that's what's what's sneaky about you, you mofo. Um, I had a little bit of a one-star moment of the week. Without stretching too long Christmas, I live in Maui and we live in kind of like a condo complex, obviously. And, a lot of people aren't from here. So Christmas is is you sometimes get invited to people's house. We got invited to two people's house. So we go to the first one, which is downstairs. Cool. Have some drinks, chilling. Hey, let's go upstairs to have some, uh, have some drinks, chill with this other group. We don't know them, though, Rip. So we just got invited by a woman who cuts our hair. So come up. They live in your complex. Come check them out. So like, OK, cool. So we go up there. And Kimmy, my wife and my homie, Jake, who's my friend downstairs, come up too. They live here. Come up too. We're chilling 10 minutes. I decided to take a seat at the bar and I'm, you know, doing all my bits. I got about 10 good bits of content before, you know, I'm pretty much tapped out. <laughs> and I look up and I see Kimmy and Jake saying, all right, we're going to go down because they're eating dinner too downstairs. We're going to take off. But they're serving dinner upstairs. And You can tell the woman was kind of like, ah, and I was like, ah. I had to make a decision. So I chilled. So they left me 10 strangers on Christmas who were all family members. And I used all my content.
1: No, wait, so, wait. So your, your wife and your friend had dinner downstairs and you had dinner upstairs.
0: Completely strangers. I never even met before. And I was making all my worst jokes, man. I was like, I'm Jesus here. The, f- the food was So good. I made the right decision. I think at the end of the day, no disrespect, Jake and Anna, a wonderful plate of food I brought home too, because I couldn't double eat like my homie Dave Cow anymore. I can't double eat. But man, I wish you had a camera on me rip up there. I just, you know what you want to, you want to go test yourself, go put yourself in a room full of 10 strangers who clearly are having family time.
1: This is the thing, though. You used to be like in your element, in your prime, like ticket sales, group ticket sales. This used to be like your like automatic for you, but it's, you're out of practice. It hasn't happened in years. So
0: you're going to podcast mode, but it's different than Christmas in somebody's house on Christmas. Yeah,
1: you know, no, that's like, a thrown into the fire.
0: Very. And
1: it were, I was
0: working for a while, but they settled back in the family. And I suddenly just became a guy in the corner eating molasses, apricot chicken. That was delicious. And baklava.
1: I'm just uh, like shocked that you and your wife had separate like places for dinner on christmas well christmas we Day.
0: i came downstairs and we she it was just it wasn't a miscommunication it was a simply a one moment in time when uh i the what the, the mom who made the food was also very i was very complimentary that's what I did spend my time doing compliments were being thrown out <laughs> <laughs> all the food so she, it was, it was a moment in time when I told thought the mom was like, damn, I got all this food. Stay here and eat. It's Christmas. And I've wanted to support it. I don't know. I think were I made the, a decision.
1: I think were I you, different... were you the youngest one? Like what were was the age breakdown? Were they all older? The no, whole
0: or... family. The woman turns out the woman who this is too much information, rip for our listeners. <laughs> the woman ended up being a an amazing um uh foster parent. She fostered in 17 children in her lifetime. Wow. And she was also a representative at a uh she met her guy, Steve, through an adoption center, this whole, she was the mom of moms and the food tasted like mom of moms. And my boy Jake is the dude from Santa Fe cooking a, a turkey. You know what I mean? There's levels. right?
1: There. <laughs> like, she's like, I've saved all these kids lives. And I'm also an amazing cook. And you're like, I have a one-star recruits podcast. Have you ever heard of it?
0: Bro, exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. I was resorting back to my good stuff. Where did you guys meet? I want just, to just get them talking type. Scene, yeah, and it worked a little bit, but then it just became clearly like they're having their moments of family time. And I got a fist pound and just get out of here,
1: yeah. You know, um, you know, the right time to leave one
0: stars, maybe five stars because I did it. And you might want to make yourself uncomfortable, uh, but I have a really five star, excellent Christmas here, feeling like thug, people around this community were taking us in, and you know, all that good stuff. So you, know, you go to sleep feeling good, full, and good.
1: I love it, man. It's not a situation you find yourself in often. Um yeah, I had a real one-star moment of the week involving my wife too. It was a uh, Christmas day, man. It involves Christmas gifts. My wife and I, we've been married uh, eight, nine years now. So we're at the point where like, we don't, and we're one of those couples that doesn't really buy each other huge gifts or anything like that. Just practical stuff. And, but uh, yeah, man, I, uh, the gift I had from her this year, was a little uh, confusing to me because everyone on this pod knows that A lot of my showers I take, I I have Planet Fitness. Like I I do it to save money on the water bill. Everybody knows that. And uh, so I don't shower often at home, but my wife is really trying to convert me from using the plastic uh, edge or, you know, whatever the hell, dial, like soap, men's soap that they are, to using bar soap, you know, be better for the environment and all that. So, DK, my stocking was filled with like six bars of zest soap. That was my main Christmas present for my wife. So, I don't know whether to be offended because I don't shower every day. I shower every couple of days, you know, save water, save money, all that stuff. And But she's also it's also like her hint of trying to convert me from the plastic bottles to the to the bar soap. So, yeah, the my, I, I said this is almost like coal in my stocking. I kind of felt like for a minute it was it was filled with six bars of zest soap.
0: Yeah. Or you smell or you smell like shit. But that's dad life, too, bro. Dad life is you don't get shit gifts. Uh, my my father in law Robert shout out he's been getting the same um, they just repack a, a solar outdoor light and a uh, and it's this uh, thing that hang up pots in the kitchen he doesn't put it up so they just repackage it for him every year it's actually hilarious this dad life I'm, go to the bars of soap or if you use the loofah? when you use the loofah, you don't matter the soaps.
1: Yeah, no, I do have the loofah. I do have the loofah, but uh, I have this. I have, you're supposed to re rechange that loofah out, like change it out like every three months. Oh, I've had the same one for like two years, bro. Yeah, no, you're nasty. So There's much there. bacteria on there. All but it's ball. good. It's getting soap every shower. It's got to be clean. Come on.
0: Mm. No, it costs two bucks, man. Grab a fresh one every time you're at the grocery store. Rib, you're on your way. You're on your way. And the dial is just because we grew up in Arizona and that's what we got on the cheap at the Albertsons that I saw Michael Pittman Sr. at. It all comes together. It's <laughs> Anyway, yeah, turn a negative into a positive ribbon and you're on your way. I think we can. Nobody's going to let us know uh, other than my mother, too. But I think bars are so far better for the environment and you should get away from plastics. There's a lot of microplastics that soak off into those things that you're putting into your body. Who wants that shit? Nobody. How about a wreck of the week? Something good, something that made you feel good. I did a good bad where uh started off bad, but now I feel good. How about a good moment, a, a one-star recommendation of the week, Rip? What do you got?
1: Yeah, it's actually uh, – this involves my wife as well from, from negative to positive. Like you said, uh, the soap was to me uh, maybe a one-star gift, but the five-star – my five-star recommendation of the week is uh, a bunt cake. Make a bunt cake because my wife's been doing it the last couple of Christmases. She made a chocolate one with chocolate chips last year, and the other day she made a red velvet bunt cake. It was amazing. White frosting.
0: What Those makes things, it a bun cake? What makes it
2: a bun? It's
1: the pan, not the bunt, B U N D T, bunt cake. And, bundt and it's the special bunt cake uh, pan or apparatus that you put it on and you, you bake it. And then when it comes out, you have to dump the cake off. And it, you're lucky if it comes out in one piece. But this thing was perfect, man. The moisture that comes out of that thing. It is amazing five-star cake, DK. When's the last time you made a bunk cake, if ever?
0: Yeah, make one of those when you get out to Hawaii. I didn't, but actually, sure as shit, your boy did make a dessert this week for the holidays. That's what I brought to the little holiday get-together. What I was it? S'mores? Nope. I first failed on a uh, round of just regular chocolate chip cookies as a fail. They came out very flat. Listeners, if you know why cookies come out super flat, let me know. I might have forgotten an, an ingredient. So pivot. you forgot the flour. <laughs> I had the flour. I think there was a baking soda, baking powder mix up. I think I th- also think this is I don't know. I need to use the Google machine, the old Goog. But I think uh, I think I used butter was a little soft, a little room temp, and it needed to be cold. Just my hypotenuse, but as a fail. <laughs> and uh, so I, then I was in for it because I told him I was going to bring cookies over. I can't go buy cookies. It's fucking Christmas. Nothing's here in Hawaii anyway. So I did uh, peanut butter. I had some, some peanut butter. So I made peanut butter cookies. Shout out to Pukulani Golf Course up in Hula, Hawaii here, where every time I go play there, I get a peanut butter sandwich. And what they do, Rip, is they do peanut butter cookie sandwich. Peanut butter, cookie, peanut butter, peanut butter, cookie. Boom. Perfect for playing golf. I said, you know what? I'm going to make peanut butter, mini peanut butter sandwiches. And this is my rec of the week. Fuck it. Make little mini peanut butter cookies. They're so easy. The recipe's like six things. And then take a little bit of uh, just regular smooth. Pe- oh, Rip can't eat peanuts. Was uh, I was going to say, apologies
1: you. to all the the yeah. peanut allergies There's out there.
0: Come on, bro. You're the peanut head, bro. And you can't eat them. So this like 50% of, of the population. Sorry <laughs> to you. This is rubbing in the room. But they were a big hit. So I'm going to let it know. You take the gif, the, the smooth Jif, and you mix a little powdered sugar. Just so it gets a little sweeter. Then you just take them, sandwich them up like little macaroons. Mini peanut butter, peanut butter cookies. Huge winner. At least four compliments on those mofos. Wreck of the week.
1: And three allergic reactions. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Uh Uh, Oh, DK, man, I'll be out there. I'll see. I'm going to see you in uh, four days, I believe. You need to pick me up at the Kahului Airport. OGG.
0: Yeah, I'll pick you up at OGG, man. Get over, come over there, take a right, go chill by the rental cars. Our guy on shooting two podcast, no big Rossi, where to chill when you get off that thing, and uh, yeah, I'm get you and the family, and we'll do a little bit of Aloha. Get ready to uh, use Suntown lotion every single day.
1: I'm on it, man. Uh, white skin, and, and the next pod will be uh, both of us in person, I believe, from from somewhere on Maui in your house, and possibly a live live interview from the Century Tournament of Champions. We'll see. But yeah, DK, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen you in about a year and a half in person, which is crazy. But uh, I'll see you in three days, man.
0: Can't wait. Give us five stars. Uh, Buffalo Bills fans, thanks for joining us. Um, Ted's Hot Dogs, if you're in Arizona for the Super Bowl, I'm wishing you guys well. And I hope that you're going to be there. I think you're a great fan base. And I know you love AZ. But if you get out there, Ted's Hot Dogs, it's a Buffalo classic in Tempe get yourself a dog even though my boy nick b thinks that the whole thing changed um conversation for a different day happy new year one star recruits five stars as a as a little gift for us if you enjoyed this we'll be back with you in 2023 with some fresh ones take care
1: see you next year